KMTT, Kimitzion, Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim. www.kimitzion.org Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's shiur will be the shiur in the mitzvah ashavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Harav Binyamin Tavori. This Shabbat, we will read Parashat Miketz, and usually the shiur is on a topic to do something with a mitzvah or a hint of the mitzvah mentioned in our parasha. However, since it's Shabbat Chanukah, the shiur today will deal with the idea of Ro'ed Ner Chanukah, the person who sees Ner Chanukah and his obligation to make a bracha. In a strange manner, this halacha is connected with the story of Yosef of last week's parsha. The Torah Tmima brings a concept that the brothers who threw Yosef into the bore threw him into a deep bore. A bore which was Asim Amad deep. And he quotes a source, Vayashlichu Oto Abora, the Lashon of Hashlacha. The word Lashlich implies a serious velocity to, th- to this particular act of hurling him, throwing him into the pit. And they say that is a shiur, a measurement of 20 amrot. And we know that Ne'er Hanukkah has to be within the 20 amrot limit because people do not see more than 20 amrot. So in an interesting fashion, we deduce the shiur of Esrimama is something that people have to see. And more than Esrimama, People don't have the vision, people can't see the angle of more than 20 amot. And therefore, the brothers really did not, did not know what was in the pit. And therefore, we have a halacha that you have to light the near Hanukkah within a srimama in order that people should see it, in order to lefasimetanes. So, it's obvious that a near Hanukkah has to be lit in a certain shayur, within a certain level of height, and we say that when we light the candles, we make three brachas. The first night, we make three brachas. From then on, we make two brachas every night. We make a bracha, la'adlik near Chanukah, la'adlik near Shalach Chanukah, and we make another bracha, she'asanisim. And of course, the first night, we add the bracha, she'achianu as well. This is what is done in normal circumstances. When a person lights near Chanukah at his home, however, there's a Gemara in Sukkah, the Gemara is also in Shabbos, that Hamadlik Mevarich Shalosh, the person who, who lights the candles actually the first night of Hanukkah, says all three brachos. However, Harawa, the one who sees the brachos, Mevarich Shtayim. Apparently, this Rawa at this time is not being Madlik, he's not lighting the candles, but he just sees the candles. And the Gemara says he's Mevarich Shtayim, the first night he would make two brachos, one, Sha'asanisim and Shechianu, and the second, he would make, uh, and from then on, every other night, he would make only one bracha, Sha'asanisim. Now, who is this Roe that we say that he sees the brachas and makes the bracha? Sha'asanisim. So Rashi says, Koi al-Shalahudnik This is referring to somebody who did not light in his own house. And he's walking in the street. 
he sees the candle in front of a Jewish home, because it's obviously correct to see the menorah which should be lit outside the house. So therefore you make a bracha on the first time you see it. Now, this person is not going to light, has not lit yet, Rashi says. But will he light that night? So Rashi says, when you're going home to light, then you'll, you'll, even if you're going home again to light, you still make this bracha of Birchas Not only that, but when you come home and you do light your candles, it's possible to say that you should make now all the brachas again, even though you made a bracha, Sha'as Anisim, you will say all the brachas as well. The Ritva in Shabbos, and that's Sugya of Davchav Gimel, the Ritva says, Yafa Pirush Rashi B'Shem Rabosav. Rashi's Pirush Nim Vizrebis is correct. This bracha is only recited by someone who has not said the brachas at all. Avodato lahadliku atzma besoch beisel. Vurora mer acher. Yerushalmim shemvarcha laariya. Vurchose mevarch b'shashem adlik. So one opinion is, the Ritva says this is the meaning of Rashi, it might be even more fresh in Rashi and Shabbos, but the Ritva says, when you go home, Yesh omim The simple interpretation of these words mean, you now make a bracha sha'asenisim, and you go home again, and you make a bracha sha'asenisim. However, the Ritva quotes his Rebbe, Yesh omim, he quotes the Shita that appears in the Rajba, in the Ran, in other Refreshim as well, not the Rishonim. Yesh Omrim, Shekevan Shedato, Lahadlik Bebeso, Enotzarech Akshav Leverechari Yaso. A person who's going home to light does not make the bracha now. The, according to Rashi, the first time you sing near Hanukkah, you should make a bracha, even though you'll go home later. And when you go home later, it's possible that you would make the same bracha again. According to the Rajba quoted by the Ritva, you would not make a, you would not make the bracha at all. A, per, a person's rower. Once you know you're going to go home, then you'll wait, you'll wait to go home and you'll make the bracha then. But there is a, a little bit of a halachic problem. When the mitzvah comes to your hand, we know that a, a person should fulfill the mitzvah right away. The principle is ein ma'avirim la mitzvot. In such a case, we would say that a person should do the mitzvah at the first possible opportunity. When you have the mitzvah in front of you, you should do it. So the ritva somehow asks, how could it be that someone should say that you see the candle and you could make a bracha, but no, you should wait till you go home. So he gives an interesting few words. Because that opinion thinks it's better to make the bracha when you light the candles. According to what we said in the name of the Ritva, the Ritva's opinions, everybody would agree that when you light the candles at home, you should make the brachas. Whether you should make the brachas sha'asanisim first, Rashi says, yes, even though you're going home, you should make the brachas sha'asanisim when you first see the candle. When you go home again, you make the brachas. Perhaps make all the brachas. According to the Rajba, in such a case, you should certainly not make a bracha sha'asanisim. Now, you should go home and make the bracha later. The Rambam has another opinion, which is 
a little interesting. The Rambam says that a person sees near Hanukkah, the Chola Roa Osa Velo Birech, Mevarech Shtayim. Apparently, the Rambam thinks that anybody who sees the candles, even though he's not Chayv near Hanukkah anymore, why would he not be Chayv? We'll discuss in a minute. Anyone who made the bracha, he did not make a bracha, but he sees near Hanukkah, so he should make a bracha, make two brachas. The Magad Mishnah quotes that many Rishonim disagree with the Rambam and think this bracha was only made for somebody who is not Yotzei already. But let's say a person is in business and doesn't come home in time for Hanukkah. Hanukkah candle should be lit either at Shkia or at Seisukachavim, depending upon your custom. In America, for example, many people don't come home from business on an average day till 7 o'clock, and now Shkia in America is approximately 4.30. Seisukachavim is approximately, let's say, uh, at least by 5 o'clock. So they would wait two hours to like... Some people go straight from business to a chasana, to whatever else they have that particular night. So, at home, they don't light candles till very late. It's certainly halachically acceptable for a shaliach, for someone to light the candles in your home that particular night, and fulfill that mitzvah. For example, in a case where a husband or a wife is away, and can't light the candles in time, the spouse, the husband or the wife, could light the candles at the house at the proper time and make the bracha, in which case, the other person who's not home is Yotzei the mitzvah. In that case, the Rajbra would say explicitly, quoted by the Mekin Mishnah, that you don't make a bracha harawa, you fulfill the mitzvah already. It's true that you didn't see near Hanukkah, but you weren't there. You were downtown, wherever you were, and the mitzvah was fulfilled already. So you don't make a bracha she'asa nisim after you fulfilled the mitzvah. It seems, according to the simplicity the simple meaning of the words of the Rambam, whenever you see the Nechanaka, if you haven't made, made the bracha, she'astanisim, you would make it now. So let's just summarize the shitas that we have so far. According to Rashi, the first, the first time you see Nechanaka, whether you are going to go home or not go home, I don't know if you were Yotza yet or not, but whether you go home or not, right now you see the bracha, you make a bracha, she'astanisim. However, when you go home, you again will make the brachas. The Rajbra would disagree with that. And the Rajbra would say, no, if you're going to go home, you do not make a bracha she'asanisim when you first see the candles. You wait till you go home, and it's not a problem of being mavir ma'amitzos, because it's better to make the bracha when you light the candles. The Rambam says that this bracha was made, the bracha for anybody who did not make the bracha yet. The Rajbra would say that you don't make this bracha unless you were not yotze already. You didn't have to see candles at all. As long as you were Yotze, you don't make the bracha. So, what is the reason for the machlokas between the Rajba and, and the double machlokas, one time against Rashi, one time against the Rambam? So, I think it's well known that the machlokas is a basic question. Do we say the bracha that you make, Sha'asanisim, is essentially a bracha that's made by the Madlik? It's made a, uh, the bracha is made by the person who lights the candles, the person who fulfills the mitzvah of Hadlakas Nechanaka as a madlik, as a one who lights, should make a bracha she'asanisim, or do you say it's a bracha haroeh? A person 
should light candles, and the bracha should be made on the, by the person who sees the candles. There is a special brachas haroe. When you light your own candles, you're also a roe. You see them as well. So, therefore, the bracha was not instituted as a bracha of the madlik, it was instituted as a bracha of the roe. The madlik is the roe in a general case. So we would say as follows. Rashi would say the bracha is a birchas haroe. The bracha really should be made by the person who sees the candles. So the moment you see the candles, you make a bracha, birchas haroe. That's when you make the bracha. The Rajba would say, no, there is a birchas haroe, but it would be preferable for the bracha to be made by the madlik. It's essentially a birchas madlik. So therefore, if you're, go- if you're not going to have the bracha at home, you're at all not going to be a madlik. You're not going to be Yodse that night. So then, there is some sort of a kiyam of being a roe, and making the bracha as a roe. But if you are a madlik, lechatchila, the bracha of, of Sha'asanisim is a birchas hamadlik, because the bracha is incumbent upon the madlik. And therefore, it will be better to make the bracha when you light the candles. So now we understand the words that the Ritva used in the name of the Rashba very well. How could it be that when you see the bracha, when you see the candles, you do not make a bracha? Why don't you say it's a problem of Ein Mavir Malam? It's us at this moment, I see the candles, I should make the bracha right now. And the answer would be, because it's better to make the bracha as a madlik. The real bracha is a bracha of the madlik. But according to the Rajba, if you're not going to be a madlik at all, then the Gemara would say, okay, there's a Bediyevit situation that you make the bracha as a roe. But lechatchile, should make it as a madlik. Rashi would say, no, lechatchile, it's a birchas haroe. Lechatchile, the bracha was made on the re'iya. So the moment you see it, you can make the bracha. But perhaps there is a kiyum of baking that bracha as a madlik. So it would come out an interesting thing that according to the Rajba, it's essentially a birchas madlik, but yet with the other, it could be a birchas haroe. According to, Ra- to Rashi, it's essentially a birchas haroe. But yet it's, it is connected to birchas madlik. And therefore when you make the bracha, when you see the candles, when you go home again, perhaps you can make the, br- the, bracha, the same bracha again, because now you're not just making it as a roe, you're making it as a madlik as well. That point requires a little bit of clarification. It's not so simple that according to Rashi, when you made the bracha, the bracha saroa, you go home and make the brachas again, you can really make the same bracha shasanisim. According to the Ritva, it would seem that way, and he could be mefurish in Rashi. But that point would be a chiddish. The idea that we just said that according to Rashi, the bracha is a birchas haroe, essentially it's a bracha on the roe, would explain two things that seem a little strange at first glance. Rashi in Sukkah, when Rashi says the roe makes two brachas, Rashi says, what are the two brachas? So we know, the person who sees the candles obviously cannot make a bracha you're not a madlik, you can't make the bracha. But obviously, the first night of Hanukkah, we say you make two brachas. Which two brachas? So you would say simply, and which comes first? We have the custom of saying before Shechiyano. Rashi in Sukkah says that Now, perhaps Rashi 
was not precise in giving the order of the brachas in this case. Rashi says, you make two brachas, which two brachas? Shechianu and Shasanisim. But it does seem strange that Rashi brought the order that Shechianu perceives Shasanisim. It could be that Rashi meant it, that the brach of Shechianu comes before Shasanisim. And that could make sense if we think that the bracha, according to Rashi, is not really a brachas hamadlik, it's a brachas haroe. So the bracha before Shechianu is the bracha on the mitzvah of Hadlakas near Hanukkah, and I say Shechianu to emphasize what I'm talking about, the Shechianu of, of Hanukkah, and only afterwards would I say Shasanisim, which is really a brachas haroe. This is perhaps found even stronger in Masechah Sofrim. Masechah Sofrim says, and this is quoted by many Achronim, the Mepharshim and the Rambam also have already quoted it. Masechah Sofrim says that you make the brachas of Nechanaka, the bracha Ladik Nechanaka, you say Haneros Halalu. Some people say you say Haneros Halalu while you're making the bracha, but the Masecha Sofrim seems to say that you say Haneros Halalu before the bracha of Shasanisim. That really seems strange. Haneros Halalu, this piyut that we say after we light candles, should be said after the after Shasanisim. But according to this Rashi, it somehow does make sense. We could say that since it's a birchas and the birchas a person who sees near Hanukkah makes a bracha. Apparently, that bracha is based on the fact of Pirsum Hanes. It's not just from the Maisa Mitzvah Vadlokas Nechanaka. It's not just from the technical act of lighting the candle, but it's in seeing the candle. Seeing the candle somehow is a, an idea of publicizing the miracle, recognizing the miracle. When we say Haneros Halalu, when we say clearly and explicitly what we are celebrating at this moment that we light the Hanukkah candles, so then it might be appropriate to say that Haneros Halalu before the Birchas Haroet, and therefore to say the Birchas Haroet, Shasanisim afterwards. The Rambam, as we said, would say it's a Birchas, the Rajbah would say it's a Birchas Hamadlik, and therefore you do not make the Bracha if you were Yotze already, and, you def- and also you would if you, when you go home, it's better to make the bracha at home. Rabbi Salavechik raised an interesting uh, nafkamina, an interesting distinction between these two opinions. He said, at which point should we really make the bracha she'asanisim? We, at home, light our candles, and when, very often when I see this on uh, some sort of a video or a television showing, explaining to children how to light candles, it's very interesting to watch how they do it. When do they make the bracha and when do they light the candles? But Rav Salvechik said, as in all mitzvahs, the bracha, the birchas ha-mitzvah should be made over lasiyasa. In every mitzvah, we make the bracha prior to fulfilling the mitzvah. The word in Hebrew, Ovel Asiyasan, doesn't mean merely you make the bracha before. Then it would say a person should make the bracha Lifnei Asiyasan. You should make the bracha before you do the mitzvah. Ovel Asiyasan means exactly as close as possible to the time that you do the mitzvah. The bracha should be made just before you fulfill the mitzvah. In fact, according to the Rambam, if a person fulfilled the mitzvah, and forgot for whatever reason did not make the bracha, the Ram says in most mitzvahs, unless the mitzvah is an ongoing mitzvah, the Ram says you cannot make the bracha after you did after you fulfilled the mitzvah. The bracha must be made over Lasiyasan before you do the mitzvah, just before the mitzvah. So when you make the bracha Lahadik Nir Chanukah or Ladik Nir Shel Chanukah or Ladik Nir Shel Chanukah, so it's obvious that a person should make this bracha before he lights the candles. 
And not only that, but he should do it as close to possible. That would mean you would hold the fire, you would hold a match, you would hold a, a candle, whatever you're using to light the candles, you should hold it as close as possible to the wicks that you're going to light. Make the bracha near of Hanukkah. But then, should you light the candles now, in order that the second bracha should be a brichas haroah. Before you lit the candles, you're not a roah. So maybe you should make the bracha lahadlik l'shaasanisim after you light the candles in order to be a roah before. If you hold the bracha shaasanisim is a brichas hamitzvah, it's a bracha belonging to the madlik, then it's like any other mitzvah, brichas hamitzvah, should be made over lasiyasan, and therefore you should make both brachas before you light the candles. So Rav Salavechik said this would be a, an interesting machlokas between the opinion of Rashi and the Rambam as opposed to the Rashba. So apparently the Briska custom, this is quoted in a number of Sfarim, that uh, I heard it directly from Rav Salavechik, but uh, it's quoted many Sfarim today, that the custom of the Brisker family was to try, as they did quite often, to fulfill all the opinions. And how could they do this? So, the truth is, the first night, there's no way out. The first night, you have one candle to light, and you either make both brachas before, or all three brachas before you light the candles, or you make the bracha, one bracha before, and the rest after. That, I have no patent. I have no trick how to do it. But, from the second night on, Sir Rav Salavechik said that a good idea would be to light the first, to make a bracha, Ladik Nei Hanukkah. That bracha I'm making as a madlik. And then to light one candle. Once you light one candle, the basic mitzvah of Ne'er Hanukkah is fulfilled. You actually do see Ne'er Hanukkah, but yet you haven't finished lighting your candles because you're still about to light the rest of your candles because we follow the custom of adding candles every night of Hanukkah. So this way, what we do is we first make the bracha, we light one candle, then we make the bracha Sha'asa Nisim, and now the bracha of Sha'asanisim will be made whether you're a madlik, you're going to be a madlik. It's over Lasiyasan. If you're considered a roa, so you're a roa already. So this way we try to fulfill both opinions. It's interesting to note that this bracha, the, the bracha of Haroa Nechanaka, is a special bracha that Chachami made up when they see the mitzvah of Nechanaka. This mitzvah of Ri'iyasanir is not found by any other mitzvah. The concept of ru'iyah, to see the mitzvah, I don't seem to find by any other mitzvah. Tosfus in Sukkot Memvav asks the question, why is that true? He doesn't ask it so much as a question, he makes it as a statement with explanations. And he says as follows, Tosfus in Sukkot Memvav Maralif, Haroa Ne'er Hanukkah, Bish'ar Mitzvos, Kigon Alula Vesukkah, in other mitzvahs, for example, Lulav and Sukkah, Chachamim never made a, 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 a takana that a person who sees the who sees a Lulav, who sees a Sukkah, should make a bracha. And Tosfah says in the first explanation, because of the dearness, because of the love of the miracle, we know that Nechanukah is a separate, special mitzvah. And the Rambam, in the last parak of Hilchus Chanukah, uses the phrase, Mitzvah Sneach mitzvah Chaviva Hiyad Mod. It's a very precious mitzvah. 
many explanations have been offered as to what is so chaviv, what is so special, what's so unique about this mitzvah. One of the simple explanations would be that this is one of the few mitzvahs that have in it the concept of pirsum hanes. Pirsum hanes would be the mitzvahs which were instituted with the basis of publicizing the miracle that occurred. We know in the two mitzvahs to Rabbanan, clearly the mitzvah of Ner and the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah are the Firstum It seems that Arba Kosos, the mitzvah of drinking the wine at the Seder, the four Kosos, is also a mitzvah of Firstum Also a mitzvah to Rabbanan, person Firstum so one could suggest that these mitzvahs are chaviv ma'od, the mitzvahs of pirsum where we know that we're publicizing the miracle, and there are indeed special halachas required of these mitzvahs that don't occur in other mitzvahs. For example, the Rambam says that a person who cannot afford it, a person who's poor, a person who's that indigent, that he cannot afford the basic requirements of a mitzvah, is generally exempt from that mitzvah, he would be called an onus. He does not have to fulfill that mitzvah. By Ne'er Hanukkah, that's not true. Even a person who would have to, uh, a poor person who would have to borrow or to sell his possessions in order to buy the Ne'er Hanukkah. And the same would be true with Abakosos, and theoretically would be true with Megillah as well. So those mitzvahs have with them the Pirsumanes, the mitzvahs Chavivos, and perhaps that's what the Rambam means. Of course, the Rambam the, the Tosis means that it's a mitzvah chaviva, and that's what the Rambam meant, mitzvah chaviva. Of course, if that would be true, then the phrase mitzvah chaviva would apply to all these mitzvahs, to these three mitzvahs, to the Abakosos mitzvah, and to the uh, Mikra Megillah. And this idea of making a birchas haroa only occurs at this particular time. In Pachet Yitzchak of Ravutner and Hanukkah, many, many sichot were devoted to the topic that he said, but let us try to taste the chavivas of this mitzvah. Now is not the time to go into the deeper meaning of the Chavivas HaMitzvah, but suffice it to say that Tosa says one reason that they made a Birchas HaRoah and this Mitzvah because of the Chavivas HaMitzvah. Tosa suggests another answer. There are many people who somehow don't have a home. A person who's homeless. A person could be homeless even though he has a home. A person could have, could be homeless the night of Hanukkah. He might be away from home. He might be in a place where he can't light near Hanukkah. So, in such a case, Tosu says the person would lose the mitzvah completely. So, they made a special birchas haroah that you could, since there's a halach of near Hanukkah that has to be lit in your house, near Hanukkah so a person who's homeless, a person who doesn't have a home, a person who's not home, can't be home. So, that person would lose the mitzvah, they made a birchas haroah. Of Tosus himself points out, there's one other mitzvah at least that's also based on having a home, and that's the mitzvah of a mezuzah. Nevertheless, we say a person who doesn't have a home doesn't make a birchas haroa in a mezuzah. Chachamim never instituted such a bracha that a person who sees a mezuzah should make a bracha. So Tosus says it would be strange to suggest that they made a bracha or Ne'er Hanukkah, Birchas because there are some people who don't have houses, Mezuzah also the people don't have houses, there's no bracha. Tosus at the end suggests, It would be strange that the bracha of Haroa would be instituted when the person who does the mitzvah doesn't really make the bracha. 
Apparently, Tosis here might suggest the Brichas Haro is essentially Brichas Hamadlik. So since the Brichas Hamadlik makes the Bracha, so they extended it that the Ebed is the Brichas Haro as well. But it's interesting to note that there's this Bracha of Haroa does not apply to any other mitzvah, only to the mitzvah of Nech Hanukkah. The Shulchan Aruch has in it a contradiction how do we paskin this particular issue? In Simen Tafesh Ayin, Tafesh Ayin Zayin, Siv Gimel, the Shulchan Aruch says, Yesh Omim, She'avabi she'madikim ala besoch beisau, imu v'makam she'en bo Yisrael madik bebrachos. There's an opinion that even in a place where a person was Yotzei the Mitzvah because somebody lit for him, you would light again with a brachos, and the Ramah says, Ki chayav liras haneros, because a person must see the candles. There's a special halacha that a person has to see the candles. V'chein noakin. And that's our custom. The Mishnabriya and other achronim point out, Zesto seh l'simon tafeshein v'avsev gimel. This contradicts what we learned just one simon before. If a person has the candles lit in his house, a person made the brachas already, the, you do not, not he made the brachas, but somebody in his house made the brachas, you do not make a brachas haroe. So, the, in Tafesh Vav, it seems to be that he holds like the Rajbah, and Tafesh Zayin, he holds like the Rambam. So therefore, it's hard for us to know what to do. If a person is, has somebody lighting candles, should he make the bracha? Since there's a steer in the Shulchan Aruch, the Mishnah says, in such a case, you don't make the bracha saroe. But according to the Psak Halachas given by the Shulchan Aruch, if you were not Yotzei at home, nobody lit for you at home, then everybody would agree that when you see the candles and you do not plan to go on that night to light the candles, then you should make the bracha. A most remarkable interpretation was offered by the Ragachavar to contradict what I just said above. The, the Ragachavar said that there, the reason that there are two brachas, the bracha of Haroe and the bracha of Hamadlik, is because I want to get two brachas to represent two different elements of Hanukkah. The bracha of Haroe of Hamadlik is a technical halacha that is a mitzvah lahadlik near Hanukkah. The bracha Shasanisim says the Ragachavar is a reflection of the fact that we won the war. Shasanisim is recited according to the Ragachavar because the Masarta Giborim Biad Chalashim Rabbi Biad Miyatim. Then the Ragachavar continues and says that today we have a concept that Butler Megillas Tanis. All the holidays that were stated in Megillas Tanis are not relevant anymore. But somehow we think that Hanukkah was excluded. Even though Hanukkah is in Megillas Tanis, but yet Hanukkah we continue today. The Ragachavah suggested that really there are two halachas of Hanukkah. There's one halacha of Hanukkah of remembering the Pach Hashem and remembering the miracle of the oil that we light candles. There's another halach of remembering the Milchama of that the holiday was designated as a holiday because we won the war. So the Raghu Chavar suggested that this part of remembering the war, that Batla Megillah But yet the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah will continue forever because that's the bracha of the Pach Hashem. 
according to the Ragachavar, originally, this holiday of Hanukkah had in it a double kiyum. And as that halacha, perhaps there was a chiyuv of Simcha and a, and a real chiyuv of Yom Tov. The Rambam says that on Hanukkah, it's Yemei Mishtav Simcha. The Rambam says, like Purim, that Hanukkah is a day of Simcha. There's a day, din of Mishta. Whereas the Shulchan Aruch rules that the Sudas of, of Hanukkah is Sudas Rishus. The Ragachever, according to Ragachever, we would explain as follows. The Rambam, whose halacha is meta-historical, the Rambam is not referring to, to Zman Hazem necessarily. The Rambam says Hanukkah essentially is a day where we have in it a double holiday, holiday for Pach Hashem and holiday for the Milchama. That holiday would be with two brachas, for the Birchas HaRawah and the Birchas HaMadlik. Today, when we only have one concept, since Batla Megillas Tanis, we only have the concept of lighting the candles for the Pach Hashemen. Therefore, today the Shulchan Aruch would rule there is no Din of Simcha anymore because the miracle of the of Milchama is Batla Megillas Tanis. So the Ragachev says, therefore the Bracha of HaRawah doesn't apply today at all. I've never seen anybody who knew or was aware of this Halacha at all. Does that mean the custom is not, should not be done? Apparently, according to the simple psaq of the Shulchan Aruch, indeed, a person who says, who sees near Hanukkah without any intention or no one lighting for him, really should make the Birch HaSaroah. The Regal says, the fact that nobody does it today is not just because people are unaware of it, but because today, Lahalacha, the Birch HaSaroah, as a Birch HaSaroah, was cancelled. Of course, I cannot enter the depth to follow the psak of the Ragachev, do we indeed pass in that way? Do we pass in like the simple meaning of the Shulchan Aruch? And we do make a Birchas Theoretically, of course, it's true that there's a concept of Birchas which we should make today in the occasion that we don't see a bracha. I assume that we do not pass in like Rashi, that if you see the bracha before you go home, you see candles before you go home, you would make the bracha and then go home. In that respect, we would probably follow the opinion of the Rashba that you wait till you go home and you make the brachas at that time.